1: some passion rubber band and the money that keeps stacking got a honey who come with elite fashion she too fine i tell her that thing magic you ain't a hustle you broke what well, that seems tragic got a catch in the field like deep passes i tell
2: her plug if it's sticky then please bag it i need the best cause i grew up beneath madness um, Need a Matt burger, need Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Might hurt. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa. Whoa, Buffalo money, need extra bills till I'm eating so much. Need I got extra bills, deal. extra what? bills. What is going on? It's your boy Jay Spencer King. I am back in the building. I'm excited to be back. I got my man Sturros for the girls with me. Antoine is out on vacation. And my man Jeremiah Poyer will be starting next week with us. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Sturros for the girls. What's good, bruh?
1: Yo, yo, what up? What up? What's up with you, man? Hey, you know, just out here uh, in championship land, you know, rocking with these nuggets. Oh,
2: boy, here you go. <laughs> you You didn't even get, like, we couldn't even get 30 seconds into the show before you... <laughs> You and Liv, the the two of you, I can't deal. I can't. <laughs>
1: hey, yeah, Liv, Liv know what it is. She know what it is.
2: That's all right. Y'all, y'all can celebrate. Y'all one. You know, what I mean, I'll hang with my seventeen over here with the lake show. We'll 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 chill with these seventeen to keep us warm. It's okay. Hey,
1: y'all gotta share, man. It's it's the first one, you know.
2: Hey, I like it. I, I like KZP. I like um. You know, Murray, I, I think Murray's gonna be a star. If I mean, I, I don't know if people consider him a star now, but if not, he's gonna be a superstar. You know, I like him. I love Joker. I mean, how can you not? It, it kind of makes me mad sometimes because it almost looks like he's not as good as he is. Yeah, like I don't know if that makes sense when I yeah. say it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you watch him and it's like he's the slowest, most like it. it it's like the non. The, like the, the most unattractive form of basketball that you're watching but yet he makes every shot he like he just he he's he's elite so no I can't hate on on Denver not one bit
1: no nah, man Jokic he 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 plays so boring but uh he's efficient man he's efficient <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, he, he's like the new improved Tim Duncan. I don't know if that's a diss to say, yeah. but I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like it is. I'm assuming Sarah's in the comments rolling her eyes because you're talking about Denver winning and her Miami Heat didn't. So shout out to Sarah and, and the Miami Heat for taking the L. Anything that has to do with Miami taking the L, I'm going to get behind it's a that.
1: Great, it's a great day. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah was salty. I told her the same thing. I was like, y'all have won some championships. Y'all it, Y'all got to let us get at least one of them things, man.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Last one they lost before this one was against the Lakers. I just, I just feel like, you know, they just, you know, look, their job is to make the rest of us feel better. You right. You know right,
1: what I mean? Right. Right.
2: My man Richard Rush in the building. What's going on? Everybody in the comments, we appreciate y'all being here. My man Daryl Domes is here. B, My B-thang, don't nobody else call it that. That's mine. B-thang is here. Uh, we're going to get right into some fun stuff. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. You already kind of started talking about the NBA. Uh, look, it's been a few weeks. We haven't been on here together, so we haven't talked. Let's just catch up for a quick second, man. What the heck is going on with Ja Morant since we're talking about the NBA? First? Oh, man. Gangster Ja. Hey, Gangster. <laughs> hey, that's putting it kindly,
1: man. I, yeah, it you is. know, it's hard to – like, I really do try to be, like, one to understand, like, what a player has come from, what he's going through and, and so forth. But you look at, like, Murray State, and you didn't see this John ja Morant. And now NBA John ja Morant wants to be a thug. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wants to hang out with all the killers. And and it's like, man, that, that stuff – you know i I guess he thinks he's zach rudolph or somebody you know what i'm saying like i I just don't know man it it just feels like he's 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 really close to throwing it all away uh he's lucky that he only got suspended for 25 games like he's lucky that's what they only gave him so i hope he gets his act together
2: here's okay so there's there's a couple different ways i'm looking at this so first i look at it like look he he's getting, in. Tra- first of all, it's the NBA. Right. So, so what we're coming down to here, it, no, it's not illegal for him to have a gun. It's not illegal for him to be on live with a gun. It's not illegal. Like none of that stuff is illegal, nor is it quote unquote wrong. But the thing is it comes down to, okay, this is my employer's code of ethics or code of conduct, no pun intended there. And you have to, this is the rules you have to live by. Right. So, He's not living by those rules. They gave him a pretty much like a, a warning with a slap on the wrist before. And then he comes back to do it again. Okay. You're, you're on thin ice, obviously like something's wrong with you, but here's, here's my problem with it. I'm not condoning him flashing guns. I'm not condoning him being a fake thug. I'm not, cause he, first of all, he's not tough, right? We, we all know that John Morant is not tough. I think we can agree on that. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, so my problem is though, uh the rep the the government representation in his state send out Christmas cards with these type of pistol. Actually, not even with what he had. They send out Christmas cards with their families with AR-15s, uh, the, the representatives from their state. They they'll wear the pins of AR-15s and other type of guns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my question is is like, is it fair? that we have these expectations for these NBA players or NFL players, or, or really just celebrities in general, when we don't even have them for the leadership of the state or the city.
1: No, I, I think that's fair, man. I think it's how you do it though. You know what I'm saying? Like who you're hanging around with in the car, listening to a certain type of music and you flash it you know what I'm saying? It just, it doesn't look good. Right. And I know in Tennessee you can carry a gun around and, and whatever, It just doesn't look good, man. And you would think that after he got the eight game suspension, that maybe he would walk a little differently. I'm not saying he can't hang out with whoever he hangs out with, but at some point, you got to be like, yo, bro, like, put the Instagram down. Like, if we're going to hang out, like, I don't want no lies and no guns. You know, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it 100. Like, let's just chill. And I guess apparently, folks can't do that. So uh, that's Mm -hmm. on him. And I I think what they say, he's going to lose around $40 million is what it's going to come out to.
2: And, 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 rules,
1: man. yeah and that that's
2: that's enough to be like
1: i'm good now let me get, get served this 25 game and I'm gonna, I'm gonna straighten it up man
2: but you know what's amazing to me too is is like the double and triple standards that we live with in sports because so for instance now again i am not saying that either one of these things are correct So what John Morant is doing with flashing the guns and stuff is a bad example for young people. It's a bad example. Uh, It's not the image that the NBA wants to portray. So I'm going to say it's a bad idea, but then you turn around and then you look at somebody like Kanye West, he gets dropped from Adidas for saying stuff that he shouldn't have been saying Mm -hmm. fair. Right. But then John Morant, same deal, they're like, Oh no, we're gonna, we, we, we think he's gonna learn from this. We, we can work this out with John Morant. It's just, it's hilarious to me what gets punished, what doesn't, who gets punished, right. who doesn't. And it's just, it's just something, man, like the hypocrisy in the NBA, the NFL. Uh, same thing, we could talk about Tariq Hill. I don't know if he's gonna get uh, a suspension or not, but the charges were already dropped. or I, I don't know if I'm if I'm saying that properly. They decided to tell the victim that he would have to file the charges a different way. Right. Um, I, I'll look that up. while you comment on that?
1: Yeah. No, nah, man. I, I, we live in an era of lawlessness. To be honest, morality is is a is a whole topic for another day. But yeah, I mean, there there are certain triggers that that I won't say on the show. You know, we we talk about this stuff offline, but that get people kind of riled up. And apparently, I guess, if you want to be about that life in the streets, you know, uh, it's, it's okay. And there are certain things you can and cannot say. And there are certain things, like you said, that, that won't be penalized. And uh, that's, the, that's the kind of the society we live in, man. It's like, you know, you can get out of anything nowadays. Like, uh, why, what's that Melly kid, like, killed two of his friends, right? And, and now they're talking about, you know, he might be getting off sc- scot-free, And people say, well, free him. Like, no, why are you freeing him? That dude killed two of his friends. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we, we like, we look at uh, lawlessness and morality, and we applaud the things that are quote unquote, not good, evil, if you want to call it that. And then when somebody, when people do good, we just look over. So it's just the times we live in, man.
2: Yeah. And and to that report. So I, I did look it up. So, um pretty much if if the person who's the victim here wants to pursue charges the police basically told him that he'd have to go to the state attorney general's office so just like you know what all right we ain't got time for this go ahead you take it over there if you want to do it so yeah no everything you said was there i co-signed it man i'm 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 on it with you it's just it's just insane that that i don't know i'll tell you what for me you give me one of those checks, I can promise you, I'm showing up on time to work. You ain't got to worry about no guns being in the car. You ain't got to worry about like, for what? For what? When you when you're making that type, of, first of all, there's people that I'm sure both of us know. There's sure there's people I know uh, in the comments, people are related to or or have been in a position themselves where it's like, look, we trying to get out of the area that you're yeah, trying man. to act like you're from. Like, yeah, like you're acting. Like you're from somewhere that you're not, and we're trying to get out. You give me a check for $400 million or $40 million. I don't need this, this second zero. I'll take it. But you give me the one for $40 million, and and you you ask me how many times you're going to see me back on. Oh, the, yeah. I, look, now the east side of Buffalo is going to catch love. I'm going to bless the city. I'm telling you now. For sure. I, 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 it, I bless the east side. You ain't going to catch me posted up in Langfield. That's just a fact it's just a fact. I'm sorry. Love y'all Langfield. Love my people over there. I miss you. Won't see me. Hey,
1: that's a good point. You, you know how, like if you affiliate it when you're, you know, if you're an NBA player, NFL player of of status, Mm -hmm. the amount of money that you're going to have to pay that affiliation for you to be hanging around for them to protect you. Like it's, it's just a mass extortion scheme and you from the music industry, you know how it works. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just not a it's not a good business decision at all.
2: If I'm making 40 M's, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna hire the the best security firm if that's what I feel like I need. Why why I feel like I need a security firm? I need 40 security guards with with, with those type of pistols to, to first of all, if I got if I'm making that kind of money, I'm a professional athlete. The city I play for gonna love me. Right. You get what I'm right. saying? Like, right. like that that's like Stefan Diggs not being able to go. Or that's like Josh Allen not being able to go to bar bill. Are you kidding me? I would right. be able to go to bar bill whenever the hell I feel like it with no come on. Exactly. So, so no, you're not gonna be paying me 40 Ms and and you I'm not I'm <laughs> not gonna hit i I'm not gonna hit a Henry uh, a Henry Ruggs type situation. You know why? Because I got a driver. If I if okay, if I want to pay a driver with my 40 M's, I'm gonna get an Uber. I'm still not driving, is what I'm saying. It ain't yeah. happening. I just don't understand, like, the mindset of some of these young dudes, man. Like, like what are we doing? I can, we can go down the list. We don't even have to do that. We can go down the list oh, of just man. stupid decisions over the years. I still think about um, Alvin Kamara out in Vegas when he beat that dude down. Yeah. Come on, man. For what? You ain't got no for homeboy that'd be like, that to handle that for you if it was that bad. Even if, even if, I don't even want to be, I, I don't even, look, I just don't want beef with nobody when I got that type of money. Like, like, there's nothing you're going to say to me that's going to make me so upset that I won't be. I'm not messing up my pocket. Too rich to fight, bro. I'm, I'm not- too Yo, rich to fight. Bro, call me. Oh, you you. what you call me? You call me. So- oh, that's funny. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. All right. There's nothing you're going to say that's going to make me that mad. It's not happening. I'm not putting hands on nobody messing up my bag. Y'all can miss me. Did,
1: did, hey, did you hear what happened to Lil Boosie recently? Dog.
2: He got security that's strapped. Why you? Why do you need it? And then, did you hear how they caught him? How they he catch him? He was on a TikTok. Oh, that's and they, right. And they noticed the the gun in his. Again, these are just decisions <laughs> that just, just basic decisions that you don't like. You just don't need to be caught doing any. And if look, I don't care if you just sitting in the house. Why do you need it? Why do you need it? You make it doing music, you make it playing sports. There's no I'm telling you. I'm just not going to be around. And and if y'all hey. call me different for that, people people act like oh he brand new, he can't be hey, sorry man. I'm sorry. And hey, you know what the uh- common
1: denominator and all that is? They all brothers. I mean, we got to do better when it comes to that stuff, man.
2: I don't You're know. ruining I mean, a lot, man. With, but these, our... with these situations, yeah, you could say that. But, I mean, there's more people than – For there's sure. More than, so, so I'm just saying, like, in general, we make these bad decisions. We get the, we get money and we do all of this stuff. My man Daryl said people got to stay away from Vlad. Everybody needs to stay away from Vlad TV. And oh, that's yeah. Not me throwing, just stay away. Just stay away. <laughs> Unless you are trillion percent clean with everything you're doing, stay away from Vlad TV. Hey, you and see even that... then, stay away.
1: You see that skit with Drewski? <laughs> we, would yeah. be, be snitching Drew's on team. everybody, that's Vlad. After interview, hey, I got him right here.
2: <laughs> he ain't even got to do it. He just posted on YouTube. I, I didn't, These say, dudes it. I didn't, I didn't say it. be telling all of themselves, man. I didn't say it. It was on YouTube. I didn't. They say it themselves. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, anyway, let's move on to some sports because all of this is just crazy. <clears throat> I had I have to. I was hoping that that Jeremiah and Antoine was going to be here for this one because I have to ask you about this one. I heard no Buffalo Bills analysts, nobody in podcast, and talk about this from our area. Zion Williamson, oh, and Mariah Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, see, we talk about we're talking about decisions. This is hey. this is the episode of decisions.
1: This is what the show should be called tonight. Decisions, my boy Zion, who, bro.
2: Well, real quick, let me let me lay it out there for those who might not be aware. I if you don't know, I don't know how. So Zion Williamson, uh, star NBA player uh, for the New Orleans team down there. Basically, uh, he he announced on his social media accounts that he and his girlfriend are expecting a baby, and uh. OnlyFans superstar, I guess. Is that, is that the way we're describing her? That's a very kind way to say it. Okay, OnlyFans superstar, uh, Mariah Mills, um, apparently breaks her MDA and, and goes on a series. And by series, I'm being kind. She she wrote novels on Twitter about this guy, Zion Williamson. And it just, it got ugly really fast. Got ugly really fast. Now, what, what are your thoughts, Darylson?
1: Oh, man. So my, my thoughts on Zion are this, man. Zion comes from a, a very small religious uh, Christian school and community, right? Zion has always been a top athlete, okay? <laughs> Zion wasn't ready for them streets, bro. He you know, was on an interview months ago talking about how he loved Dallas, and, they, and him and the players, they all laughing like it's cute. But we know I those who who about that life, we know what Zion talking about. And uh he thought it was funny. Now he got caught, he got caught up, you know, trying to be uh that dude out there in them streets. And now, hey, the funny part about this whole thing is, man, is that like his whole little proverbial world is, is falling apart. And she just owned him like, like, I think we've all dated a chick like this, where they, hey, if something goes wrong, she airing all your junk. All uh, your junk is getting aired. Hey,
2: hey, hey right, hey, wrong,
1: or indifferent?
2: Hey, you no he found comment. the wrong
1: one. He done you found, found the me. wrong you one. Feel... Yeah, no comment. Yeah. That's, that's like,
2: no comment. We, we all we good.
1: Hey, we all got one. We all done have one of them, man. And unfortunately, <laughs> my boy's uh dirty laundry is just out here for all of us to see. And she ain't playing. She wants that man gone. Like like she talk, she talking to the organization talking about get him out of
2: here. Why well, Adam Silver calling that? he calling that big call and got her suspended before the draft this week, though? <laughs> he said, No, nah, she ain't gonna keep it going now. She got to stop. Man, it's just again, it just comes back to decisions, though. I know we started off talking about like John Moran and we talked about you know Tariq Hill, but even on this type of stuff, like it is okay. So this isn't violence, this isn't you know, having guns in the car and all this stuff, but even stuff like this, it's like, look, man, are are we are we, really, are we really still not learning from decades now of professional athletes that came before us? They actually have classes in the NFL and in the NBA. Like for these young men, mm. when you come in, these mm. are the type of things that you don't get involved with. This is how you handle these situations. Ask any professional athlete. Ask any professional athlete. There are classes about um, conduct off the field about how uh, to conduct yourselves mm. around uh, people—a room full of women when you probably shouldn't be there. They're like wow. all of these conversations they have with these young men, and then these situations, like the Zion Williamson and Mariah Mills situation, still happens.
1: Hey, you. What did Bel Biv DeVoe say? Never trust a big button and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, got him.
2: Classic. classic. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> but but see this, but this is what's happening. This is it seems like this is this is the summer. It seems like every summer something's happening. But this year it just seems like there's one thing after another, after another. And <laughs> you know, because even even from the and we haven't talked about it at all, and we don't have to get into it, but even like just earlier, earlier in the year, like the, the rumors about Josh and his breakup and all that stuff. Mm. And then you had this, the, the Josh and digg stuff. Then you had, like, it's just all of these different things. It's just like, yo, from it being our team to you looking around the league at other teams to other, it's just craziness this year. Like, there's so much craziness.
1: Mm. It's, it's the Britney Renner disease, man. It's It's catching these boys out here.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's. Let's move on because I feel like that could take the conversation, could take the turn uh, for the ugly.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now, more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it hits the best price of the year at $29. Go to Sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S Y L N $29.com.
2: So let's let's get to um let's talk a little bit about the Buffalo Bills. Um so there's been a lot of Obviously, like we said, some rumors and stuff going on during the offseason. Now it seems like everything is quiet now um, around one Bill's drive. It seems like, it, okay, it's quiet. Now we're just waiting for everybody to come to camp and let's just get this thing going and uh, get ready to to head into the, the preseason. Uh, where are you at? Just overall feelings about going into the season. How do you feel with, you know, current, current feelings about the Bills?
1: Man, I, I just want all this uh... – Stephon Diggs stuff to just kind of die down and go away, to be honest. I'm really tired of hearing about it, but I understand why it's a big deal. You know, like Sean McDermott's comments probably don't help. You know, you you got Josh out here talking about, you know, he's dedicated to football more than he ever has. And so, I mean, you know, just, just the cryptic tweets from Stephon, not even relating to the situation, just it's cryptic, right? uh it's it just wearing your thin because you know you want the nucleus of your favorite team to be good right and, and you can obviously tell this is not right all the things that we speculated about early in the offseason before we even got to see Stefan Diggs or or Josh Allen step up to a podium I think the fears that we all have were kind of true you know what I'm saying like there, there's something going on between those two maybe they need to work it out and you know it's just like I, I kind of like it on one side just because the focus is off the Bills in terms of like the Super Bowl, right? You know, that maybe they can go on the radar, you know, they can use these six weeks to kind of get it together, him and Dix kind of figure it out. And then, you know, come training camp, they're ready to go. Uh, but it's unfortunate, man, you know, because uh, it's like last season, you know, I felt like we should have been done with all the drama. I wish it would have ended there, right? And then this is a new season and you're going to have your whole new devils and, and issues or whatever they are on the field, off the field, et cetera. I just wish it kind of would have been wrapped up. So we just got to kind of wait and see. So I'm excited about the, the, the t- actual team, the, the personnel and the team and where they're going. I'm just not really excited about the chemistry right now.
2: Yeah, I, I think I can agree with that. Like outside looking in, just, just all the interviews and, and the way conversations have gone, I don't know how I feel about the camaraderie of the team. Mm-hmm. I I just really don't. But what I will say is, um, I guess I'm just not worried. You know, when Von came out and he basically had the conversation, he said, "Like, really though, is, does it matter right now? Like, you know, is this is this the time of year where we win the Super Bowl? No." And when and when Von kind of put that into perspective, it's like you know what? At times, there's times we come into work. You don't want to deal with the people that you got to deal with at work it is what it is and and just based off of what everybody was saying now everything is fixed it seems like it's going to take some time for them to get completely back yeah. to where they were as besties mm-hmm. and bros and all that stuff mm-hmm. but but things are back and things yeah. are good so yeah. at this point i'm not to be honest i'm not even tripping about the chemistry in the locker room at this point it's like okay the offense is the second year in this offense it's um another consecutive year in a similar offense i'm not i'm not tripping about the offense at all i'm actually excited i want to see james cook cook like i want to see him get out there and i really want to i want to see them put the ball in his hands as a number one back i I don't expect him to be a, a a workhorse like i don't expect him to get 30 carries a game that's insane but but i do expect and i would very much love to see him get the bulk of the workload
1: yeah i think it's time for someone on the offensive side of the ball to kind of have a breakout season. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we had Josh and Gabe Davis to an extent, right? Now now I want to see, you know, maybe uh, Osiris Torrance on the offensive line or Dalton Kincaid or James Cook. One of those three guys, man, I would love for them to pop off because uh, I think I think we need that excitement. I know I need that excitement. I would love for James Cook to be that guy. So, And I'm hoping you know, he is.
2: You know what would be amazing? Like, could you imagine if Osiris – okay, so he he, Osiris gets drafted. He comes through. He's the dude that we think he is, right? Mm. He comes and he plays phenomenally on the line. And then now Spencer Brown's back is fully healed. And he – because if you remember, he graded out high, like in every – basically every metric that for you to kind of look into the future and say, okay, this kid can be special as an offensive lineman. He graded high in every metric. So yeah. could you just imagine if th- this is the year, okay, Spencer's healthy. We finally draft a guard. That's going to be worth anything. Dion is is here doing his thing. Mitch won't get a concussion, you know, and we just have you an know, offensive line that can really protect Josh. And I don't know how you feel about McGovern. You know, I, I don't know, but still that type of line, if it comes together, man, this could be a year because that to me, that was the only real weakness on right. the offense.
1: Right. Yeah. Offensive line, man, is, is key, you know, and, and luckily that the bills kind of, we're redundant in trying to find talent on the offensive line. And I think, you know, I mean, when was the last time we had two solid guards? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's been a revolving door at that position. So, yeah, Osiris Torrance, I'm hoping that he wins the starting job. Connor McGovern is a, a decent starter, right? But, hey, if Osiris Torrance can add that level, you know how we used to talk about John Feliciano being the enforcer? Like, now you got somebody who can do that, right? You got a guy that can actually do that. Can he? I, I think Osiris can be that guy. Like everything in his in his profile is is run blocking and and just fierce. Like he, he don't care. Like dude is gonna put you down. You know what I'm saying? Like moving people. So I want to see that man, and I think that's gonna bode well for James Cook, or Damian Harris. You know, I, I I think it's gonna be great.
2: And I was trying to I was trying to think when you when you first asked that you said like when's the last time we had a like two guards that were And I'm trying to think back, and and if I'm honest, I'm probably – I'm leaning towards, like, 15 or 16.
1: Incognito, and who was the guard with him? Uh, No, it wasn't Cordy Glenn played tackle. Who was the guard with Incognito? He played
2: tackle before we sent him to to Cincinnati.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm trying to think. It was Cordy Glenn and John Miller.
1: John Miller.
2: John Miller, Yeah. Yeah, Cordy Glenn, Rich Richie. We had Eric Wood, John Miller, and uh, Central. Yo, look, that wasn't probably when you look at it, you won't look at that lineup and say, Oh man, that's a um, a Hall of Fame offensive line right there. But I tell you what, we had the number one Russian attack two years, mm-hmm. uh, with that combination. And and LeSham, obviously, the McCoy helps that quite a yeah. bit, but but no, man, we I think I think if if Spencer's healthy this year um it could it could definitely i don't know i'm excited about the offensive line daryl says uh, mcgovern grades high as a pass blocker he should be light years better than saffold and to me um hey if you're better if you're light years better blocking for josh okay and <laughs> the yeah. other four the other four are are, are decent at, at run blocking and i think like i said i think I hope this line can gel and and really do well for man i I'm excited about the O-line. I don't think I've been this excited about an offensive line for quite some time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Roger Saffold, man, we talked about this. If you go back and watch the Bengals game, Roger Saffold was an extreme liability. Josh Allen was running for his life because of Roger Saffold getting beat constantly. So, hey, man. And I know that's one game, but Roger Saffold was bad all season.
2: The offensive line was bad all season, and I don't care what nobody say. If you go back and you watch you watch the season, man, every single game, Josh is running for his life. There's a reason why, like, first, let me say this, because I, I have been in a couple debates that I didn't feel like being a part of. Josh didn't get injured scrambling. Josh didn't get injured hurtling over other players. Yep. He got injured in the pocket trying yep. to throw because the offensive line didn't protect him. Yep. That's why he got injured. So, with that being said, with that being said,
1: yes sir look
2: if 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 we can protect Josh, the running backs will figure it out, yeah, <laughs> I but just leave it at that i don't I'm not worried about Josh when he decides to run when they call these plays these these quarterback sweeps and all this stuff I, th- th- he's I'm okay with Josh doing that. My thing is when he gets out there and he wants to be uh Brett Favre mixed with Aaron Rodgers mixed with John Elway mixed with whoever he wants to be and he wants to fling that thing around the field I need y'all to protect that man yeah. I watch so many games over and over at this point and when I tell you dude he can't even stand back there for he he literally can't he can't there's been so many plays Terrell's where like he literally snaps the ball and before he even Before he moves off his first read, there's somebody in his face. And he has to do something Josh Allen-y to get away and make it – and that just shouldn't be, man. Like, it it just shouldn't be. And 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 I think, if I'm being honest, Josh Allen probably should have been the MVP the last three seasons. When I say this, I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. I think both those guys were amazing, and they deserve to win – The MVP award but when you talk about most valuable player I talk about the the guy that the team puts the most on Josh was he accounted for the most offense on any team for any player that was Josh Allen so when you talk about valuable to their team there's not a player in the league to me who's more valuable than Josh Allen was to the Buffalo Bills I'm done with my speech I'm sorry
1: no, you're absolutely right. And, and you know what? I, I do hope that the, the the player ratings when the NFL top 100 come out, I really do hope they give Josh Allen his flowers because, you know, I feel like it's been lacking lately. Um, you know, Josh Allen, I don't understand the slander that he gets online. Like the people on Twitter, want to, they always want to talk trash about Josh Allen, but they, you know, if you're not Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow may, I, mean, I think Josh Allen's better than Joe Burrow, to be honest. Um,
2: I don't think you can say much.
1: I really don't think you can say much bad about Josh Allen. It's crazy.
2: They still do. They be trying. Yeah, they still do. And and look, I get it. You're gonna hate. Like if you're if you're a fan of another team, you'll just find something to joke about. And you're you know. but in reality, man, when I look at Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Herbert's probably coming. Like I think he's close. He's very close. But when I look at those top three guys you're splitting hairs i'm not mad if i if i get to draft any one of those three guys to start my franchise i'm a happy gm so you know so it's like i get it we have the jokes and we have all that other stuff
1: with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them
2: But in, I'm agree, I'm disagreeing with Daryl right here. He says Burrow is a is a great system QB with weapons. Completely disagree. Joe Burrow has that it thing about him, man. Like there's just something about him. Um, I didn't believe in him coming out of college. Like when he first at, at LSU, I thought the same thing. I'm like, man, look at the receivers this guy has. I can go out there and probably throw fifty touchdowns and six thousand yards for that college season with those type of receivers. Yo, Joe Burrow is that dude. I'm going to just tell you, I was completely wrong. He, he's, he's, he's a guy out there. He has the it factor. He, he just knows how to win. He, um, I, I don't know. What's your assessment of, of Burrow, man? When it you use comments like that, yeah. when you say he's a great system. It helps
1: that he has you know the, the receivers that he does. But Joe Burrow, he may not play off script like Josh Allen, but what Joe Burrow has between the ears and how he processes the game hey, there's nine ways to skin a cat. He just does it differently. Uh, I think you could put him in any kind of system. And, and we forget that he's he's athletic too. Like, it's not that he's just a, a stick in the mud, sit back in the pocket and dissect you kind of guy. He can, when he wants to, he can he can get outside the pocket and make some plays. So yeah, Joe Burrow is a, is a generational talent, in my opinion. He's really good. I, I just, you know, when people just say that, well, Joe Burrow is just way better than Josh Allen. I'm just like, oh, pause, bro, because, I mean, I think Josh Allen is the most complete quarterback in the league. We're talking about when you evaluate everything, you know, running, passing, what's between the ears, process and pre and post snap. I think Josh Allen, you know, is – is. I mean, in my opinion, I think he's the best quarterback in the league.
2: You're not going to – I mean, I'm not going to fight on that. Now, if, if somebody was to ask me right now to pick, obviously I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. It, it, I've just seen him at this point. It's tough for me to bet against him. It, like for me at this point, for Mahomes, it's starting to get into the language where like, okay, when, when Brady was being Brady, it's like, okay, I just can't bet against Brady. Like they could be down by two touchdowns in the third quarter. And you're like, look, it's it's Brady. They could still win. That's how I feel about Mahomes now. So I can't, I'm, I'm not going to throw any shade on Mahomes, but I feel the same way, man. Like when it comes to Josh, I, I just, I feel like he he can literally do, he can do everything that he can do. And what everybody else can do while right. everybody can't do what he can do. Yeah. And, and to me, that, that's what makes a difference. Uh, Reptile here in the comments says, people watch the talking heads on TV and think that there's some sort of authority. Uh, they, talk down at, they talk down on Allen and people believe it. Even Bills fans are questioning McDermott. Here's the thing. I think it's fair to question McDermott.
1: Yeah, I got some questions about McDermott.
2: But I still think
1: he should be the head coach.
2: Well, what's your questions on McDermott?
1: You know, my thing with McDermott is is like when I see Sean McDermott come into a game, I know uh Sean McVay, sorry, I know what he brings to the table. When an Andy Reed comes into a game, I know what I can expect from Andy Reed. What advantage does Sean McDermott bring on game day? And we're gonna find out this season, I think. Now that he's calling plays, I think we're gonna we're gonna see about Sean McDermott. Uh, more than we ever had before, um, you know, because I think I understand, and I'm not diminishing the value of the regular season. I, I think th- this team plays great in the regular season, and I don't, there's only one Super Bowl champion, and you can't can't get to the Super Bowl every season. But with a, with a, the roster that they've had and Josh Allen's ability and talent, I feel like they should have gotten more, and I think Sean McDermott is the he's the catalyst for that. Like. I need him to be one third of the equation of, of a winning team, the offense, defense, and Sean McDermott, not special teams. Sean McDermott needs to be the catalyst to get the bills over the top in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, um, I seen Andy Reid do it. I've seen Bill Belichick do it. I've seen Sean McVay do it. When are we going to get that signature moment from Sean McDermott? And we haven't got it yet in my opinion.
2: No, that's, that's a hundred percent. Um, I, I, I'm with you. My thing is, uh, I was one of the ones that like, cause everybody wanted to blame uh, mm-hmm. Frazier, like even for 13 seconds. Now I know now there's this false report that's, yes, I'm saying false report <laughs> that's out there now saying that Frazier left because McDermott took over to play calling for 13 seconds and uh, that McDermott wanted to take over for play calling this year. And that's the reason why he left a bunch of things that uh, are out in the media currently are just untrue. Uh, but when it comes to this conversation, Look, for me, I've been wanting to blame McDermott for the shortcomings of the defense and the team overall in general for quite some time. And because I don't think it's fair that I get it. You're right. You do, I give my offensive and defensive coordinator um, all the authority in the world to make play calls on game day. Uh Yeah. I follow their lead. Okay. I'm with you on that. But when the game is on the line and the season is on the line, to me, I don't care what authority you give anybody. I'm looking at the head coach. That's who I'm looking at. So everybody, went a Fraser gone, guess what? Now you got your, you got your wish. Right. So I'm with you, Sterles. Now at this point, there's no scapegoat. There's nobody for McDermott to fall down on. Nobody's going to fall on the sword for him. If, if this doesn't work on defense, it's McDermott. There's nobody else to look at.
1: Yeah. No, Hey, you're right. And I, I can't wait to see how it unfolds because now if, if we have some shortfalls, like we've had in previous years with Sean McDermott calling the defense. Let's say we get to the playoffs and in and, an and AFC championship game, the defense just completely folds and we lose. And, hey, yo, people are going to have, you know, the, the 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 fans that don't have any questions about Sean McDermott are going to start to be like, yo, like there's a problem here. I'm not saying the dude should be fired, but I, is it, I think it's okay to expect more and want more out of him when it comes to X's and O's on game day.
2: You know what I'm really expecting this year, though, um, with the way they beefed up that defensive line, I'm really expecting I don't it doesn't have to be a top two run defense. But I'm really expecting for us to to have a strong defensive line and let the linebacker and or linebackers and in the secondary just play fast. Yeah, like, I, like I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Sean McDermott try to do some some type of just exotic looks in the secondary to kind of try to create some more turnovers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, but I need to see this defensive line that they continue to invest in year after year, after year, after year, they continue to invest to invest in the defensive line when really everybody in a mama can see that we need to get more weapons for Josh Allen. If you look at last season, the defense was good. Great. Okay. We, we didn't show up in the last game, but let me ask you this how many defenses really play great against great quarterbacks consistently uh, i don't mean like I've, one game here i'm not saying where you get to play against mahomes and he it's the one game that he's just off and you you you, it's, you keep the chiefs scoring 12 points that week i'm not talking about that consistently who what defense do you know that stops every good quarterback they come up against
1: it's it's tough to say um, I know that, like, the, the top three offenses in the league, you, you're going to run into issues. Uh, but when I look at, like, what's been done to us uh, from by Kansas City, by the Bengals, um, you know, the, the Eagles defense was, was st- statistically great all season. They got shredded by Mahomes. So you're going to have those issues. The, the thing that I have a hard time swallowing is how they give up those yards and points. Like, with Kansas City, the 13 seconds – that, that's inexcusable for a defensive head coach. That You cannot mm-hmm. make that mistake. Last yeah, season uh, with the Bengals, you got guys playing 7, 8, 10 yards off the line of scrimmage with two of the best receivers in the league and free access throws all day. And and it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you and I sit on the couch and we look at this and go like, yo, you you drafted Kyrie Elam. He's athletic. You mean to tell me Kyrie Elam can't run with, with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? Like, I don't get it. That, that, that's the maddening part to me. I understand that the defensive line has been was trash. Like when Vaughn went, it, it didn't work. But you mean to tell me that you couldn't at least just sell out and play, you know, a tighter man coverage on the outside. It's, it's the statistical things, you know, uh, that I just have a hard time with And it's inexplainable. It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Well, my, my point – you're right. But my point by saying, like, what defense consistently plays well enough to stop every quarterback, the point that I was getting to at that, at that is saying, like, look, okay, you can build the best defense that you can build and still take an L to a great quarterback. Sometimes when you have a great quarterback, you got to invest on that side of the ball so that way you can have the team that can just mm-hmm. go out for yeah. everybody, yeah. regardless if your defense is good or not. Some weeks – because the Bills had a top-five defense right, again. right. All season, great defense, right? We we mm-hmm. One of the lowest scoring uh, defensive team, You know, like they don't score against us, cool. But guess what? At the end of the season, the team beat us. They scored more points than us. We weren't able to put up the points that they were able to put up. Now, you could say it's because Josh and Diggs were arguing. You could say it's because of whatever rumors. You could say it's whatever. At some point, you can't draft, and this is not a knock. You can't draft a Gabe Davis in the fourth or fifth round and think that he's going to give you first or second round Mm. uh, talent. Now, he might. Mm. He might. We saw it in the playoffs. and He had a great playoff game against the Chiefs. That 13 seconds, great. Broke a record, right? So I'm not saying that he can't be great, but we can't keep drafting guys. We can't keep drafting third and fourth round running backs expecting to get Jonathan Taylor type performance. Now, okay, you draft a tight end in the first round. For the first time, we get an offensive weapon for Josh in the first round. Let's see how this works out. Yeah. I'll shut up. I'll shut nah. up. But but go and get Josh the guy. Like, stop stop being these bargain shoppers. You want to go into Goodwill and expect him to come out with a brand new Louis? You can't do it. Like, you might get lucky where some, some old person dies and they donate everything and then you, they didn't wear it one time. Okay, you get lucky. But every time you go to Goodwill, you are not walking out with a brand new Gucci belt. It don't happen like that. It just don't happen. Yeah. So, like you draft these guys in the fourth round and you expect them to come out there and be Stefan Diggs, who was drafted late, but comes and turns out to be a number one wide receiver. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes you got to say, oh no, no, no. I know Justin Jefferson is a first-round talent. I'm drafting Justin Jefferson in the first round. Sometimes you just got to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, when we talk about the Bengals, they they were faced with a decision of taking uh, Penny Sewell or mm-hmm. drafting Jamar Chase, and they they had one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Burrow was sacked uh, the most times of any quarterback in the league that season. What they go do? They say, "No, nah, we're just gonna go get Jamar Chase, and we'll worry about the offensive line later." And what do you know? They make it to a Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I think defense will get you, get you, you know, get you in the door, but offense will take you home. I think it's reverse now. I mean, we saw the Eagles last season that uh, in the Super Bowl defense got shredded, and they needed offense, man. And, and the offense is what won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, man, I agree. Like the Dalton T. Kincaid pick is two years—it's it's like two years too late. Right. Like you should
2: have been—you mm-hmm. should have been doing this a while ago. Now you're gonna do it, right? So. And and I'm still I'm still on the record. So for the record, if y'all didn't know my record, I'm on the record to say go get Hop. I don't care that that he's going his little tour and he went to New England and he went to Tennessee. Look, go get that man D-Hop. And for all of the people that think that Stefan Diggs is going to be upset because you bring another guy here that's a 1B at this point of his career, Y'all got to stop giving him too much credit for being sensitive. Stephon, I get it. We know who Stefan Diggs is. We see him on the sideline. He is not the diva. Right. He is not as sensitive as you're trying to right. make him seem. He is not that player. That's going to be afraid to have more talent come in to help win games. Like we got, everybody keeps it. Uh, Diggs wasn't like that. You bring him in here and it's going to take time. No, that is not how it works. It, what it does is it actually opens things up for Diggs. It opens things up for Davis. You can put Davis back in a third, position and he can eat on these safeties and eat on these third cornerbacks, these slot cornerbacks. But the way things are right now, you, you got these guys bracketing or doubling digs. You got these guys probably second or, or sometimes depending on how they choose to play digs. You got the number one cornerback going up against Davis and, and it, it's just shutting things down. And it's not now I'm saying that as we're the number two offense in the league, there's games that I watch and I'm pissed off in the third quarter. And I look up and the Buffalo Bills scored 36 points you know, in the third quarter. And I'm like, how the heck? Yeah, we yeah. So I get, I get it. but But what I'm saying is the offense could be so much better. It could be so much more efficient. It can look better. And those games that we don't show up, we should have the pieces to where it just shouldn't be an excuse. And really, I don't think it was an excuse last year, even though I guess in some way, I'm giving them that excuse.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think you're right, man, and and this is the first offseason where we've seen the Bills attack the offensive side of the ball uh, like the way they did. So, I mean, I I, I really want to see what Deontay Hardy brings to the table. I mean, I know he's a speed guy, but just watching some all twenty two on him and, and it's like what he's able to do. Like we we t- we talked about McKenzie and how you know we just didn't really like how he fit into this Bills offense. I think Deontay Hardy is everything that they've wanted out of McKenzie and more. He's he's a more of a complete slot receiver a more of a yeah. vertical threat than than right. Isaiah McKenzie would ever
2: be. Well, I'm just saying you had, you had one or two knee surgeries. Who me? Yeah.
1: I, I've had one ACL and one, uh, broken
2: leg. Okay. So, okay. With the broken leg and the ACL surgery that you have, you, my guy can be a better option than Isaiah McKenzie. I'm I got just gonna hands, put that baby. out there. I got, you got, I got hands. hands, baby. You got hands. And guess what? <laughs> Even if you're not throwing me the ball, I can block. I can get out there. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure that I'm not gonna just disappear. Let's not. Let's not.
1: Yeah. I mean, we and we talked about him, man. It's like, you know, Deontay Hardy, I think, is gonna be surprising. I, I hope that Trent Sherfield, I mean, this is a guy that was undrafted. You know, he, they, and the Dolphins, dra- they, they paid uh, Cedric Wilson to be the third option. And guess what? Trent Sherfield beat him out. And so I think, you know, those two additions, I know we want to talk about Kincaid, we want to talk about Shakir maybe coming into his second season, mm-hmm. uh, but I think those two guys can really uh, quietly elevate this Bills passing offense just to take an, another step forward. So I know they're going to have some, some uh, you know, to answer whether or not they're going to re-sign Gabe Davis. I mean, if it feels up to me. I move on from him and draft a guy in the first round next year. But, you know, I have a, a feeling that they're going to they're just going to resign davis so
2: no so i'll be honest with you i wouldn't be mad either way i like davis i like davis but i also would very much like to draft a guy in the first round like give me isn't what's the name supposed to come out next year uh harrison jr barbara harrison jr man man yo trade trade whatever you have to trade I don't care if it's so. What we got to move up? You got to give the next year's first and and what a third or something. I don't know what the packages look like. Yeah, give it up. I don't give a damn. Give it up. Like yeah. give, give give it up, bro. Like like give it up. Whatever they whatever they need, give it up yeah. to go and get them. You give, me a, you give me a year of Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs, with Kincaid, James Cook coming out the backfield, and Dawson Knox on the You give God you give me a year of that, man. Well, Marvin Harrison
1: Jr. Oh man. I just got
2: Randy, bro. I just got like I can't say it how I want to say it, because this is a podcast and this is a family-friendly show. But it made me feel some kind of way.
1: Yeah, and why and why couldn't you dream about it? I mean, for the Bills, I think it would be a great decision to just trade what you got to trade and go get Marvin Harrison Jr. if he if he's available. I think there's always a price. I don't think there's a price too steep uh, for for a guy that that really. I mean, you think about it. You got what two to three more productive years of Stefan Diggs. He's a, he's the the second heir, right? He he could take over for Stefan Diggs when he leaves. I, I I just think that you know Marvin Harrison Jr. is the truth, man. Like right? the dude's good, he's good, and, and I don't in even the- like saying it because he's an Ohio State guy,
2: but he's good. Hey, but you got it—you just real recognize real. We're I know, gonna, right? <laughs> you got I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'm trying to think, who was we talk about? Uh, I was talking about Ashanti and 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 Maya, and <laughs> people be hating on Ashanti and Maya like women. I don't know why because. Yeah, yeah. I get why I mean they I, look good the even team. now right right god dang and somebody was saying like well men hate and I was like no I think I think it, it's different like men hate when like there's a reason like for instance that one actor dude was Lance um... the Lance I forget his name but the dude when you see him it's like okay I get it you know what I mean yeah. like when women I get it women be hating on the and it's like how, how like how like, you're really mad, right? You're really mad, <laughs> but anyway, everybody yeah. in the comments, I just had to throw that because, because of the hate, you got to be real, real, recognize, real. But everybody in the comments saying he's going top four, top five. Oh, for sure. Um, and and look, AK Cash said trade the entire draft,
0: <laughs> trade the
2: <laughs> entire. Sarah says we'll have to give up everything and the 2025 first, but listen, do it. I don't care. I get it. I get it. You can't do that, Spence, because you got off, so like that's how you stay good. It's because you draft good, and you. But guess what? We've we've shown you before how many draft picks we've missed on over the last right. few years. I get you. How, and how you gonna pay all these people? Yo. So go I, I, and get them. Go and get them. Spend some assets and go. Go and get them. I would go and get them. Like really, we trade and I know that, again, different year, different regime. We traded up for Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Really? Shout out to Sammy. No diss to Sammy. <laughs> I like Sammy. No, I do. I like Sammy. I like Sammy. Really? But we shouldn't have traded up for him. That was the worst trade up in maybe not in history, but it it was it, damn it was damn sure close. Missed
1: out on Mike Evans, Khalil Mack. I mean, it, there are so many receivers that draft that were that were just good.
2: Just, but I mean, like, was there a receiver that we could have got that would have made EJ better? Nope. <laughs> Quickly, nope. But, but who? I don't know, because I mean, you look in New York, and because Manning wasn't good in New York, but OBJ had him at least better. But
1: Manning also won a Super Bowl, two Super Bowls before Odell Beckham yeah, on, But man. he did. I mean, it still means something. I mean he wasn't the 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 causing
2: on, Let's just But let's he just did. stop it right there. Let's just stop it right there. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just stop it right there. He wasn't man. a scrub.
1: <laughs> but he's better than EJ Manuel.
2: He was better than EJ Manuel. But let's just let's just be honest. Come on man. Like like you <laughs> He's a, so he's a Hall of Famer to you?
1: To me no. uh uh uh-uh. No, nah. He
2: gonna get that love, he's gonna get it because he's gonna last get all Randy, that love.
1: And he won two Super Bowls
2: over Tom Brady. Overtime Brady, over And I can't hate on him for it. I was happy that he won them, but uh, but come on, man. Like,
1: I, I think if if when they make Eli Manning's busk for the Super Bowl, they need to put you know, they, they should probably put uh Michael Strahan's face right next to it, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and OCU <laughs> manure right next to that. I, I think that'd be fair. A three head.
2: Cause it, cause the damn sure was a Manny. <laughs> damn sure.
1: What's that Tyree with the football on the side of his head? Yeah, like they did yep. do all the things,
2: man. All the things, bro. It'd be the first multi-player bus for the hall of yeah. fame. Cause, cause man, it, I'm telling you like Eli, let's, I don't want to, let me get off of Eli. Cause Eli is a two time <laughs> champion. I hey, haven't won. At least he's very funny. funny. He's very funny. I love his show. Now, do you watch them on Thursday or on um, Monday Night Football when they do the Manning cast? Nah. I don't either. To me, it, it takes away from the game. I think yeah. they're hilarious. I love them, but I can't watch it.
1: Yeah, it's not for football heads. Like, we don't, I don't care that. Yeah,
2: I, I want to hear all the jokes. Hey,
1: go on SNL, and then I can laugh at you or in a commercial. But I ain't trying to listen to you on a game, bro, especially just, the Bills playing. I want to hear it. Just do a podcast.
2: Everybody yeah. got a podcast. We yeah. all do podcasts. Like Buffalo Rumblings has 90 of them. Like everybody does a podcast. Yeah. They could do one too. Whatever. But look, <laughs> if y'all, if y'all still got uh some time tonight to hang out with us with Buffalo Rumblings, uh coming up right after this, line the game with uh Sarah Larson and Jerry Ostrowski, the big O, and, and salary cap Sarah. That's my new name for her. She's salary cap Sarah. And uh, but they're gonna they're gonna be on here next. I might pop in. Talk about the Wall of Fame for a second. We, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. We might do that. Might do that. You got anything coming up this week?
1: No, nah, I'm taking it easy, man. Uh, taking it easy. You know, you know what I got going on. So,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm
1: so, just, uh, you know, got to go to Kansas next week. Basketball okay. tournament, national tournament for the kid. You know, he he's still hooping, doing his thing, man. Well you still uh, take
2: it easy in your travel. You still yeah, take it yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Because I come to Kansas and find you. I just yeah. want you to know. <laughs> I will come find
1: you. It's gonna be hot, but uh I love for you to come, dog.
2: <laughs> Sterling, out, he had to find out. He ain't know. I, I will come looking. <laughs> you don't answer, I'm gonna make sure you answer. But but uh so when do you anticipate uh the show coming your show coming back?
1: Uh, in a couple weeks. Uh as soon as I'm weeks? done with this tournament, I'll be back. I you know, I, I go see the specialist, uh, you know next week so you know get some clarification of what's going on all
2: right all right well um next week for me code of conduct next tuesday i have tia Stell joining me um i actually have a pretty decent lineup coming up over uh the course of the summer so uh i have you know tia Stell. i got brother bill coming on i got Nikki smokes joining me Uh, i got two weeks of bruce nolan i got matt perino i got sal capaccio i got nick geary joining me I got uh I got some I got some some heavy hitters coming up uh prior to and then heading into the season. So uh make sure y'all stay tuned and, and try to stay plugged in with the code of conduct and the rest of the stuff that's happening over at Buffalo Rumlings. And uh hey, we're gonna get on out of here, man. You wanna send us home, sir Yeah, man. Go Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Go Bills.
1: And we out. <laughs>
2: and we out. <laughs>